0: church our first lesson to um, to come to us today is from the psalms this song of david is in two parts it begins as a declaration of confidence in the lord then midway through it becomes a prayer of lament begging god for protection the final verse returns to where it started an affirmation of trust in god Listen now to the word of God as it comes to us in Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I ask of the Lord that I will seek after, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off. Do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. If my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Do not give, up, give me up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they are breathing out violence. I believe that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: second lesson comes to us from the Gospel of Luke. By this time in his ministry, Jesus has been healing the sick, welcoming the outcasts, teaching the crowds, and all the while challenging the hypocrisy of the scribes and Pharisees. In turn, the Gospel says in chapter 11, The scribes and Pharisees began to be very hostile toward him and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. And now Jesus is traveling toward Jerusalem, preparing to meet his death. Listen now for God's word as it comes to us in Luke 13, beginning with the 31st verse. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He told them, go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow. And on the third day, I will finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, open our ears to hear your word. Open our hearts to be touched by your voice open our lives to be led by your spirit. And may all God's people say, Amen. Jake's sermon last Sunday inspired me in so many ways. If you haven't worshiped with us from last week, I encourage you to go to our YouTube channel and and hear his word. It inspired me in a lot of ways, starting with his practice of watching movies as a Lenten discipline. So last week, while I was visiting our daughter's family in Albuquerque, our son-in-law picked out two great films for us, a reward when baby Gemma went to sleep. (laughs) The first night we saw Encanto. How many of you have seen it? Oh, phenomenal. It's a story of the Madrigal family who live in a charmed place in the mountains of Colombia. We learn of the traumatic beginnings of their life there, prompted by escape from civil war. And then of their miraculous new start and the extraordinary gifts each member of the family receives. Yet we also learn that beneath the surface there is trouble, there is danger and fear. And the temptation to pretend that all is well exposes cracks in the foundation of their world. The next night, we watched the Mitchells versus The Machines. How many of you have seen that? Also awesome. <laughs> it opens with young Katie, excited to head to her first year at film school. Now, Katie and her dad don't get along. And it's made worse when her dad surprises her by canceling her airplane tickets with the eye-rolling goal of a family bonding road trip. Their plans are quickly interrupted when the world's electronic devices come to life and stage an uprising. And again, there is danger and fear and testing of an imperfect family's strength and purpose. huh, two films about dysfunctional families chosen by my (laughs) son-in-law. Should I be worried? (laughs) But spoiler alert, they both have happy endings and the families come through it stronger than they were before. (laughs) Though neither of these films is overtly religious in nature, both of them share this faithful resonance. How to Face Danger and Overcome Fear, which also echoes with Jake's sermon on Jesus' own challenge in the wilderness. We know that script well. Right after his baptism, Jesus is led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he is tested by Satan. Jesus is tempted to turn stones into bread, tempted to worship the God of power and domination, tempted to throw himself off the temple, displaying in spectacular fashion the divine power at work in him. But again and again, Jesus resists temptation He faces danger by trusting in the gifts of God. He conquers fear by holding fast to his identity, his true self, as God's beloved child. Would that the story ended there. But 40 days in the wilderness doesn't end Jesus' testing, does it? As Jake reminded us, the passage ends hauntingly with these words. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from Jesus until an opportune time. And I would say, not surprisingly, the devil uses not just one opportune time, but every opportunity that he can get, including the story that we heard today. Today's story is a piercing reminder of Jesus' testing and ours, that it's never won and done now we may not think of this encounter that he had as a temptation but it's one that we know all too well the temptation to give into fear our passage opens with a warning from the Pharisees to Jesus Herod is about to kill you now we might wonder if the pharisees have converted into good guys who are out to protect jesus and some scholars would agree but i prefer luke timothy johnson's reading he urges us to take the pharisees message as intended hostily they know that if jesus must suffer It is God's plan, and he really is a prophet. And we know that the Pharisees reject the prophets and reject God's plan. So the Pharisees' warning about Herod is a test. Their warning about Herod is a test. If Jesus seeks to save himself, it's a Faustian bargain. He'll save his life, but lose his true identity. And if he doesn't, he will die. So how does Jesus face this threat, this test? He scoffs at him. Go tell that fox I am casting out demons and performing cures, and I will finish my work. And then he goes further. He, He confronts the danger head on. He rejects the temptation to abandon his calling. He says, I must be on my way. I must, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed away from Jerusalem. So why does he react that way? Why does Jesus scoff at fear and confront that danger head on? It is not out of hubris, but to fulfill God's will. It is not out of self-hatred, but to stay true to his calling His calling to bring healing to a lost and broken people. Isn't that exactly what happens next? As Jesus turns away from the temptation to escape, he turns toward his call to save God's people. His voice rises, not in judgment, but lament. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones, those who were sent to it. How often I have desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings. And you were not willing. Jesus laments. For the very people who will betray him, Jesus longs for them to come home to their own identity. The grace he shows is unimaginable. The love he pours out is astounding. And the courage he displays is a lesson for us all. Isn't this Jesus' lesson on fear? Not to deny the danger, but to see fear for what it really is, the tool of our enemy and not our friend. Isn't this Jesus' lesson for us not to dismiss the cost of courage but to trust that it is worth far more than any Faustian bargain. Isn't this Jesus' lesson for us not to pretend that there are no cracks in our foundation as individuals, as families, as this family of faith, but to remember instead that the truth will set us free? Isn't this Jesus' lesson for us, not to dismiss the chance of attacks from outside, but to have faith, to have faith that through all of it, God will always be our mother hen gathering us fiercely under her wings. I cannot... Help but close with this example. <laughs> the example of the fearless Volodymyr Zelensky, President of Ukraine. Addressing the British Parliament in a video call on Tuesday, the actor comedian turned president proclaimed The question for us now is to be or not to be? This is the Shakespearean question. For 13 days, this question could have been asked, but now I give you a definitive answer. It is definitely yes to be. None of us can know how that Drama is going to end, our prayers rise. One commentator asks, will Zelensky live or die when the Russian forces bear down? Will Ukraine exist as a sovereign nation? What does this crisis mean for the identity of America and the West? Who will we be when this is over? We cannot know. We do know this. There is so much to fear these days, and it is senseless to deny it. But the choice is ours of how to face it. And Jesus Christ has set the example for us all. And now, now it is our turn. It is our turn. Let us be our truest selves, the children of God that we know we are. For I believe, as the psalmist says, that we shall see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Amen and amen.